1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Joining us first on the show is Asif Kasim from the Integrity Tree. Asif, it's a crazy time right now out there for closings, and we're starting to see something that, you know, I'm not sure if it's, normal, but we've heard a couple of instances where people have come up to their closing time and they've done something in between their pre-approval and closing that's cost them the opportunity to close on this house. You know, one one example I want to throw out at you and, and get your take on it. We just heard that there was someone that two weeks prior to closing on their house went out, needed a new car, leased a new car, house came up to close, and although they were pre-approved, everything was done. The bank pulled the mortgage. Tell us a little bit about what happened there, and and is this normal? This is definitely normal. It doesn't happen all the time, but it, it definitely has been happening for, for as long as I've been in mortgages. Uh, I would say we all have to take into account that the bank, the lender, whoever the lender is, they have the right to pull your credit bureau up until the 11th hour to see if your ratios are still in line. If I'm going to lend you money, and it's based on a certain parameter. If those parameters change, I don't have to lend you money anymore. That means your ratios might be out of whack. And if that's the case, I may not be allowed to lend it. It's not even the bank saying we don't want to do it. They're legally not allowed to. And that's happened a lot. So what should the client have done in this case? Well, the client shouldn't be purchasing anything. What we always tell our clients, don't go purchase new furniture. Don't take out a a, a lease or a, a finance on a car. Don't go spending excessive amount of money. Wait till you have the keys in your hand, you have possession of your home, then you could go nuts. But prior to that, don't make any changes. We've seen situations where clients go and change jobs and then the lender calls to verify the employment and now you're no longer working there. It makes It makes everything look a little fraudulent at that point. And also, you know, in speaking to other realtors about this situation, we came across another one where the, the their client actually went out just before they closed on their house. So one week before and thought, we need to get all new furniture. We're going to go to Leon's and we're going to buy furniture because they have this don't pay for two years event. And so they went out and they purchased all of this furniture, don't pay for two years, didn't think anything of it. But again, the bank pulled the mortgage because... That gets registered on their bureau. Oh, for sure. If you're going to Leon's or the Brick, one of those places, uh, even though you're not paying a cent, technically that debt is registered, and that is a debt that needs to be accounted for in your calculations. Okay, you can't see this, but I'm shaking my head. I can't believe this. Yes. So they really cannot make a move until that deal closes. Well, think of it this way. Like I said, everything comes down to the government guidelines and what we're allowed to do. It's not even the bank saying we don't want to give you the money. Because once upon a time, they would have done it anyway. But the government's come down so difficult, so hard, and it's difficult now to lend, where if your ratios are a little bit out, let's say you put less than 20% down, and it is now no longer deemed insurable, they cannot lend. 
there's there really shouldn't be a, a, this sense of urgency to go out and get a new vehicle or go out and get more furniture or there was another instance that we were talking about the other day. It's, it wasn't even furniture or a car lease. It was a piano. It was a piano for $130 a month that threw off the ratios enough that the bank had to pull the mortgage back and get them to requalify. But it's, it's a simple little purchase like that that could throw it off. It could be as little as $50. If you are barely getting by to qualify, let's say, and, and, without getting into too much details, but let's say you're at the cusp of do I qualify or not, $50 can make a difference between approved and not approved. And so, Asif, what did you do in that case with that client where, you know, they went out, they purchased a, a vehicle, and and their deal is, is completely dead, or can they recover? So, what we need to, well, one, it wasn't our client, it was a, a client on the other side, but what as realtors, we need to do is educate our clients prior to the the whole approval process to say, listen, now that you're approved, now that we've waived our financing condition, do not go out and do anything stupid because this could jeopardize you moving into your house. And the, the onus is on the realtor or the mortgage professional to be able to tell the clients, listen, you, you're approved based on the information that you've submitted to the bank right now. If anything changes you may not be approved, so be very careful. So I think that is first and foremost. Secondly, people get too excited, and you know they're moving into a new house, they want to have the new car in the driveway when they move in, or they want to have furniture in the home, or, or even a big screen TV for the home theater in the basement. All of these things could throw things off with the stress test, with the ratios being as tight as they are. As home values increase, these ratios get tighter and tighter. So People are qualifying for these homes, and it's based on the criteria that the bank is telling them that you cannot be at a higher ratio than this because this is going to throw off your funding. People need to realize that those are strict guidelines. There's not a lot of leeway in those, and it could really affect your ability to purchase that home at the end. Even if there's no money coming out of their pocket, I'm not paying for three years so there's no money coming out of my pocket. Why does it affect my closing? Because in three years, you're going to have that money coming out of your pocket, and that changes your cash flow. At the end of the day, it all comes down to cash flow. And can you qualify to make that payment? And are you in lines with the government guidelines? I would say the, the biggest thing, Asif, going back to your point, is education. And and I don't blame consumers because they don't they're not taught this stuff. Nobody teaches you this stuff. So it is incumbent upon the mortgage professional and the realtor to give them advanced uh, information and say, listen, now that you're qualified, don't do anything till after you have the keys. And wow. these ratios are debt service ratios. So if you're adding a ten thousand dollar purchase, even though you're not paying for it, that's part of your debt. You have to pay that back. So that's going to affect your debt service ratio. And, and I guess I would think that you know there are a lot of things that could change in two or three years. I could get a new job. I could lose my job. There are a lot of things that could happen and could change that would affect my my level of debt. So I, that's why I'm having trouble understanding this scenario. There are things that they can't accommodate for, for example, loss of job or circumstances. What they can do is say, at this point in time, this, this static look right now, this is what you qualify for. And going into the property, this is the way it should remain. And if something changes after that, 
then that's life. That's how it goes. But up until then, you've committed that this is your debt load and this is what you're going to maintain until you get the keys. Good advice. Great advice. And, and it's something that, you know, there has to be more, uh, you know, publicized to buyers and, and even sellers to say, listen, this is how you have to, you have to keep this picture exactly how it is. Otherwise, it could affect you in the future. And, and it could only be two weeks away to closing, it could be a month away or three months away. But it could affect that. And as a buyer, now you're on the hook to purchase this property. Now you've left yourself open to get sued by the seller because you're unable to close on their house. So it's not the simple fact that, hey, you may not be able to close on this property. It's the fact that there's a domino effect. You're affecting a lot of people along the lines. And you could get sued by each and every one of them if you change anything in those circumstances. And this is a regular conversation that you have with your potential buyers? It's not as regular as I think it should be because mm-hmm. we assume that people will, you know, we we take for granted people will know this. But usually with first-time buyers, we will have that conversation. With other people, we just assume that they know it. But it should be part and package of our offering is to educate them on not doing certain things that could jeopardize their purchase. And in our business, it's the same thing. Uh, we, we speak to them all the time. Some clients we take for granted, but part of our conversations and part of our education with them is, okay, now that you're approved, here are the next steps. And we lay out everything. And one of the big things, outside of buying new things, uh, purchasing, it's also don't change your job. And it happens more frequently than you'd be you'd, you'd expect. People are changing jobs a month prior to closing, uh, and they think everything's going to be fine. They don't realize that someone's going to call to verify it. Do you still work at the old place? So, always check before you make the next move. Then exactly. All right. That's right. Great information, Asif. Thanks for joining us. If people want more information, how can they contact you? www.integritytree.ca. Terrific. When we come back, we break down the numbers. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Joining us next on the show is Christopher Alexander, Regional Director and Executive Vice President for REMAX Ontario Atlantic. Chris, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, so let's get right to it. We've broken down the numbers from the first half of 2019, and sales are hot. What are you seeing? Um, exactly that. Um, it seems we are out of the trough of you know, late 17 and, and 2018. I think what we have to keep in mind, though, is that we are comparing to last year, uh, which was a really tough year for, for a lot of sellers um, and the market. So uh, the numbers are looking great. We're, you know, we're on pace to you know, get back to, you know, some more normalcy, but uh, I think we'll still fall short um, towards the end of the year in total sales, but the detached market is coming back, and that's really good news for um, homeowners. 
And we're seeing that a lot in York region as well. I mean, York region was one of the hardest hits regions last year, and mainly because of the detached market taking a hit. And, you know, the stress test had a lot to do with that because people weren't qualifying for the amounts that they had qualified for before. And the other thing was the shift in the mix where condos just took off. And the average price of a condo in York region last year was just under 500000 So when you look at the the aggregate average price, if you want to call it, it did take a hit. didn't mean that prices were falling. It just meant that the mix had shifted and, and we were seeing a decline in the, the average price. Is that pretty typical of what you've seen across Ontario Atlantic? Well, York Region had one of the biggest run-ups in 16 and, and early 17. So naturally, they were going to get hit the hardest. But compared to Ontario and, and Atlantic Canada, a lot of the provinces is doing very, very well. I've been to a lot of markets uh, in northern Ontario and western Ontario, eastern Ontario in the last uh, several weeks, and their markets are rocking and rolling. And uh, I think that's a, a result of people catching up to the new rules. They've now saved a little bit more over the last two years and can afford to, to purchase more, plus interest rates have gone down. Um, so overall, I think we're going to finish strong. And things are looking really good for, for homeowners. And, and Chris, the, the report, the REMAX report that just came out shows the top five GTA neighborhoods for average price appreciation of detached homes between January and June to be number one, North Riverdale, South Riverdale, you know, the Greenwood Coxwell area, E01. Second was C01, which is Trinity Bellwoods, Palmerston, Little Italy. Third place, C11, Leaside Thorncliffe. And then you've got Dorset Park, Wexford as E4, and in fifth place, the Junction area, W2. What do you see happening to those areas, those top five areas, as we move through July to December? Will there be a leveling out? Do you see this continuing throughout? Well, they've been the hottest neighborhoods in, in Toronto proper for the last several years, and affordability crept in to the detached market for, for a little bit there. So people could the consumers could afford more. Um, but they just those those neighborhoods, they offer a ton. They got, you know, great access to public transit, really good amenities, great restaurants, uh, parks and good schools. And that's really attractive for most buyers. And I see, you know, the rest of the year finishing strong uh, in those areas as well. You know, especially number four, Dorset Park, which is E4. I mean, the average price of a detached home there is $836,000. So in Toronto, that's a great value. Yeah, that's a great deal. Um, difficult to negotiate in, in those pockets because there's so much demand. But yeah, getting anything detached under a million is a great, great, great purchase. And what is inventory like in those pockets? Uh, low. It's very uh, low. You know, we're going we're gonna to continue to see low inventory uh, for the most part across the the country uh, for the foreseeable future because uh, there's no real national housing strategy and especially in Ontario developers and builders just cannot keep pace with the with the amount of uh, immigration and emigration from both within and outside the country so I think that's going to be a challenge for us going forward and our banks are pretty solid our economy's doing okay um, better than m- most of the world right now and unemployment is still very very low so I think there's going to be a lot of people that want to buy homes and uh, unfortunately, well, in a lot of areas, we'll have to fight for it. 
that trend will continue. And Chris, I'm going to take a line uh, from from the report here where you said savvy first-time buyers looking for the best deals in the GTA are likely to find them in York region where the dollar seems to stretch further. Now, this buying power or extra buying power that they have in York region, along with the relaxed mortgage rules and also half the land transfer tax, this should contribute to a very healthy second half of the year for York region. Yeah, we certainly hope so and think so. Um, you know, your dollar does go further out there. You get more, uh, even if the house is the same size, same size as something in Toronto that you need, chances are you're going to get a driveway, a garage, and a backyard, uh, which is very, very difficult to obtain, uh, you know, for a, for a reasonable price point. So, yeah, I think York region will be an attractive place to live um, and will probably do very well for the rest of the year. And Chris, what do you think is driving the the bounce back for the detached market? So despite prices still being high, um, they're not they're not off the peak levels of sixteen and seventeen, or they're not at the peak levels of sixteen and seventeen. So um, affordability, you know, your uh, the average price of a detached home in, in Toronto was just over one point two million at the end at the first quarter of seventeen, and now it's just over a million. So and if, if you've bought, if you bought anywhere before 16, you've got pretty decent equities and you're able to afford more, uh, today. So I think it's affordability and the fact that rates are, are a bit lower and, uh, it's a little bit easier to get a mortgage. Now, Chris, before we wrap up, let's get that crystal ball out. So July to December, how do you see the numbers filling out for the rest of the year as compared to the first half? I mean, we, we've, we haven't really seen a decline out in the field. Things are just hopping. People are still listing their houses. Buyers are still out there. And, you know, we've been showing properties right across the region and, and even the GTA where people are going back to that detached home. And, and they're not, I mean, condos are still a consideration for sure, but there's more people looking at detached right now, which is going to continue to drive the numbers up. Do you see any end in sight for this? Do you see it leveling off over the next six months, or do you see this being a great rebound year? I think it's going to be a great rebound year overall, um, but I think the fall market will be a, a typical market that we've seen on average. And, and what I mean by that is number of sales versus listings. And yeah, you know, no, second half of November and December will probably be a little bit slower, but that's typical. Um, but the detached home is the ultimate goal for most most homeowners. And uh, I think they will strive, especially those with families and, and children that need the space, will strive to, to attain that. So I don't see anything abnormal or, or out of the ordinary going into the fall market. I think we're going to have a good, strong finish to the year, uh, but nothing crazy. So basically, you're saying people are still attached to the detached. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Christopher, thank you very much for joining us. If people want to read this report, where can they find it and where can they get a hold of you? Um, you can get it on our blog, on remax.ca. Um, and uh, yeah, those are probably the two best places to look. Awesome. Thank you very much. And uh, we look forward to chatting with you again soon. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you, too. You, too. Thanks. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions and this week's hot listing. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, 
go to 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On The Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions, and the first one comes from Crystal in Markham. She is hoping you can provide an update on the condos along Highway 7 in Markham. With the plans for York University on hold, is it still a good investment? What are the starting prices for some of the properties along that route? Asif? Great questions, Crystal. And yeah, it's still a great buy in downtown Markham. The, the condos are now leasing out. If, uh, you know, a couple of years ago we were on the show talking about condos there leasing out for $1,600, $1,650 a month for a one bedroom or a one plus one. Those condos are now renting out for about $2,000. So the rents have gone up. There's a huge demand for renters in the area and there's not enough supply. So that's going to continue to drive that condo market in the downtown Markham core. York University, sure, it's on hold right now, but it's on hold because the government funding was taken away. But a lot of these schools come up with private funding anyway, and they'll, they'll eventually build uh, the university there. But the the important thing is there's so much happening in that downtown core for downtown Markham. Condos are still going to be coming up and it's a great buy in that area because not only for end users, but also investors because your return on your investment is huge. What are they starting at? They're starting at around the $400,000, $420,000 mark for a one bedroom. Studios, you can get a little bit cheaper, two bedrooms, a little bit more, but great price points. Great maintenance fees because the 905 generally has lower maintenance fees. Parking is available. So there's uh, there's some great draws to bring people into the downtown Markham core. You said a couple of things there. First of all, that we've been talking about this area for two years. Is that right? Two years. This has been, you know, I mean, the area itself has been the talk of the town or city for five, six, seven years now. But as it gets developed, as as more and more amenities come up, more entertainment, offices, it's just drawing people in. And the rent has increased that much in that area, from 1600 to over two right now. Yeah, and even at the $2,000 mark, Tina, people are competing for these. So there's multiple offers for rents in this area. Okay, our next question comes from Mark in Maple. He is about to list his home and is beginning the process of clearing the clutter. But he just noticed a leak in the basement. Now what does he do? Does he fix it or leave it for the new owners? Mark, you got to fix that leak. Yikes. So, uh, And it's something that has to be disclosed to future purchasers as well because you want them to know that, yes, there was a leak here, but this is what we've done to fix it. Choose a reputable company and get a warranty on this leak so that people purchasing this house have peace of mind that it's been done properly and it's not going to leak again. Okay, Asif, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? Give us a call at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. And just before we go, this week's hot listing, joining us next is Heather Cooper from REMAX Prime Properties. Heather, over to you. Thanks, Tina. This week's hot listing is a stunning brand new custom built home with a modern rustic feel. You walk into this home and you've got a beautiful two-way glass fireplace, huge windows throughout. It's sitting on a huge premium lot. It's almost 200 feet deep. You've got four bedrooms upstairs. The finishes through are absolutely amazing. You've got barn doors, 
beautiful light fixtures. Ask if you saw the place. This is a, a great place, Tina. Again, huge lot. It's just absolutely gorgeous from the minute you walk in. It's got an open concept feel, but it's also got certain things in place that give you that privacy as well. And what gives it that rustic feel that Heather referred to? You know, there's a, there's a, there's use of barn doors. It's the finishings that they've put in, you know, tall, very tall windows, but at the same time, high ceilings. Even in the master bedroom, you've got a nice separation between the ensuite, which is like a spa-like ensuite, huge closet with built-ins, and then a balcony off of the uh, the uh, master bedroom. Wow. The it's absolutely rooms are stunning. Huge. Yeah. Rooms are huge. And finished basement. Completely finished basement down there. You've got a massive rec room as well as a separate bedroom. You've got your laundry down there. It's absolutely just beautiful. And we're starting to get a lot of people from the region itself you know, if you want to call it downsizing and then moving to areas. So this is in, in Georgetown, but it's it's not too far in terms of people being able to commute to the city and, and you know, transit is close by as well. But you've got that privacy of that huge lot and, you know, people are, are moving from the region, cashing out and then moving into properties such as this in and around the GTA just for privacy and actually the, the luxurious feel for the price point. Excellent. Heather, one more time, the highlights of this property and where our listeners can get more information. This property is located at 10 Aaron Street in Glen Williams. That's in Halton Hills. It's listed at $1,450,000. And for more information, they can contact me at 905-554-5522. Asif, that's our show for this week. Great show, Tina. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.